Welcome to a new episode of the NBA Skybox podcast. I'm your guest, Jay Brown, announcing for the host because they didn't feel like it. Uh, <laughs> we have the NBA Finals coming up. Uh, the Warriors will play two home games soon against the Celtics. Uh, Seven-game series, obviously. And uh, we're here to talk some shit, so let's get into it. That's right. Listen, first, out of them, I'm not gonna say. first of all... Nobody saw this coming. You know, we started this season. I'm talking about the Celtics right now. (laughs) (laughs) Just so we're clear. We started this season and it it reminded me how we first started uh, that season after Kyrie left. And it was just Terry Rozier as the starting point guard. Mm. You know, it looked really grim. Like no one really looked like they wanted to play. And we didn't. You know, the Celtics were like 25, 25 at one point, just breaking even every other game. And uh, after All-Star break, we went on that run. People put it together. I I don't know what exactly caused the switch. Yeah, what's changed? That's what I was going to ask. What has changed? Well, everything across the board is better. You know, everything that was an issue, it's generally fixed. At its core, like you could see in the Heat series, like the team is still sloppy. You know, like there's no... There's no denying like the offense still has no playmaker. When it comes in clutch moments, Marcus Smart still gets the ball. So, you know, that's still yeah. going on. But like you can see like the chemistry is a lot better. The role players are better. Defense is a thousand times better. It's just almost like there's an effort shift between now and the first half of the season. Yeah, I see that too, man. I, but as I said, I did not expect the Celtics to be here at all, man. But as we all know, the playoffs are just, it's just a whole different game ball. You know, I, I never thought I'd see the black damn Celtics, Al Horford play so damn well. I, I'm not going to give Al Horford any credit. I hate you. I, <laughs> <laughs> listen, listen, listen. <laughs> this man went and joined the 76ers after everyone already left us. Hayward broke his leg. He was useless. Kyrie Irving lied in, his, in our faces. He stood in the center of TD Garden and said he was going to re-sign with us and literally left. And then so did Horford. And he joined the rival 76ers. We sweep them in the same year. And then he comes crawling back right after. There's just no respect. I can't. I don't care if we win all the fight. We go all the way and win it in some la-la land fantasy. No. Horford, I don't want to see him hold the trophy. What? No. Listen, I, I was about to come in this podcast and remind you. Remind you that there's evidence of you talking smack on Hofer's name. Oh, it but hasn't changed. <laughs> it hasn't changed. Is he not one of your best defensive players? I don't care if he was Draymond Green. I don't. I don't. I, I can't. Snake behavior, I just can't fly. Really? Morals. What do you think about this, JB, bro? Yeah, JB. <laughs> um, Al, Al Horford looked nice in a couple of those games. Um, He's... Kind of out at the end of his career, so I don't know if I have faith in him lasting, but he has looked good recently. Um, the X factor to me is kind of uh, Robert Williams. Really? Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, he, he, well, yeah, he's like the you know younger Horford. Yeah, times. I, I think he could have an impact on the series. And then for the Warriors, I think it's uh, Jordan Poole could possibly go crazy and uh you know get get left open because of steph and clay and all that 
So mm. there, there's some interesting matchups on both these teams. I think the Celtics definitely win in size. And a lot of people are using the narrative of they're the number one defensive team in the playoffs. Warriors are two. I mean, what, what, what's the difference in the end? And somebody has to be one, somebody has to be two. And they're mm. matching up. And I think it's the first time that's happened since 2010. Something, yeah. Some kind of stat like that. Like it's been more than a decade since uh, a one and a yeah. two seed uh, defensively have met up. I yeah. think... I think the Warriors are hard to beat unless you put up 115-120, which the Celtics can do. Or it, you know, it could be that defensive series a lot of the, the uh, Celtics fans think it will be where the Warriors can't get over 100 and then you know, Celtics get 102 or some shit. So, I was going to say, um, I think there's going to be a lot of scoring going on. A whole lot I, of scoring. Uh, I mean, everyone on the Warriors has the green light, pretty much. Um, even fucking Bielitsa, who comes in, like, eighth man off the bench. So, I mean, and Kavon Looney and Draymond don't really want it. They pass a lot. Kavon's been more efficient lately, um, but they're mostly rebounders who just get it out to Poole, Clay, uh, Wiggins, Curry. You know, they, those are all great shooters, so... It kind of makes sense to me in my head that they would say, fuck it, let's just pass it around and let somebody else do it, get my assists up. <laughs> yeah, I see that too, man. But um, I don't know. If I like look at the series before with the Heat, the Heat, in my opinion, should have definitely won. Like, yeah. God uh, knows how they lost that. Game seven at home and they lost. I, I didn't see it coming, to be honest. Yeah. So that's what I mean. When it comes to the Celtics, I'm just, I'm just confused. More than anything, I don't think anybody would put it down and said that the Celtics would have a very hard run to the playoffs. Like every team they've played is is, is a is a really 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 good team. The Milwaukee Bucks, to the Nets, to the Heat, they're all really good teams. And for them to outshine them every single time is is really scary. And as I said a, a while ago, man, as soon as Jay Brown and um Jay Brown, <laughs> Jalen Brown and uh, Tatum start to hit off properly. The team is just going to be extremely scary, man. They're two very, very good players. You can trust them to carry you through the playoffs very easily. And I think we're somewhat verging into that that prime section. Uh, they need they need a playmaker. They they you know like Jalen Brown's nice. He he can't dribble whatsoever. Jason Tatum he still can't be a consistent player. What was he? Um, well I remember that stat line right there at the game seven. What Tatum went nine for twenty two. Smart was nine for twenty three. So. You know, that's a game seven. He's out there performing like that. It's just, it it's nice, but it's not that nice. You know, then Tatum will have like a nice 40-point game and then people forget all about it. But like yeah. consistently, there's just no one. And if we need a bucket, there's no one to pass to for a bucket. Like we have to actually force it. And that's, yeah. you know, that's an issue when you go against someone like the Warriors who can easily play make, who have, you know, one of the best playmakers on the court. And in terms of the defense, you know, Steph Curry is not not a stranger to getting defended, so I don't think like having the best defense as effective as an argument as as can be as people make it out to be. You know, like this is a team that's used to. I mean, people have tried all different defensive schemes trying to beat the Warriors for years. So, and, and this is a team that also obviously none of us have been to the finals on this roster, and 
there's no way they're going to have that experience. You know, like we saw how Harrow folded in uh, the heat finals in the bubble and some of those other younger guys on the heat too. It's, you know, that pressure. And that was in the bubble. That wasn't even with live fans in the stadium and they still folded in the finals. Yeah. I can see that happening here easily. If you look at the Warriors though, the Warriors do have, they have six players that are averaging more than 10 points. Whereas like, if you look at the, the heat, the heat only have two. So like, Mm. It's a complete different ball game when it comes to like they they'll find people as Jay Brown said they'll find people like in the in the eighth man roster to, to right. score. I I got a lot of respect for the Celtics, but I think the um, longevity of their playoffs they've gone to two seven game series one and right the finals could have some effect on them. Um, they obviously don't have two. Is there any major player injured? I don't think so. Right. I think just Robert Williams is going through something. He's he's yeah. always injured, though. Uh, he had okay. a lot of issues. So, yeah, I mean, every, all the teams get time off. Warriors get a couple extra days. And then they're going home. Um, and Celtics have to travel. I think that'll be a factor. Um, maybe, I, I, probably in game two, was well, when the Celtics would be like, oh, fuck this. Like, we're standing <laughs> up for ourselves. But I think game one, I, I, I don't see the Celtics having a chance, to be honest. Um, shorter layoff, they're away, they have to travel. Um, yeah, and right. the Warriors are, are hot as fuck at home. They haven't lost a single game this playoffs. I think I, the uh, Celtics have only lost two at home, so it's not crazy. But the Vegas odds even have the Warriors up a little bit. It, it's... It's under 200. Uh, Warriors at minus 155. Celtics at plus 130 is what I'm seeing on the series. So it, it's obviously going to be close, according to Vegas. And um, I think it will be close in general because it is a tough matchup for the Warriors. The Celtics are much bigger. They have a lot of the same type of players. Uh, I, I don't know. Do we want to get into predictions this early or you guys got some other topic you'd like to bring up? Oh, no, we can definitely get in. I, I think realistically, I, do, I just don't see the Celtics winning. But with that said, I think in terms of I see people talking about that this is supposed to be a weaker playoffs. This is a, the weakest finals. That's there's so many teams that are just so. salty. It's just saltiness. You're mad because your team didn't make it. LeBron's out in the finals, so all the Laker fans are mad. That's okay. Uh, the Bucks did never thought that we'd beat them. Listen, you lost. Heat, <laughs> Heat, it went to seven. That was a good series. But I mean, the yeah. last playoffs was the Suns. The last finals was the Suns versus the Bucks. So I just. That was that's what I'm that saying. That was so <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like I just, I that that that's right out the window. Yeah, it's kind of a new burgeoning franchise versus an old classic franchise. So it, it's a cool matchup in the historical sense. Exactly. Yeah. There's there's a lot of history for both, and there's like you said, it's it's a great matchup. Like it's uh in terms of like the one the one and two in the defensive seat as well as um. The the offense that both of us have are it's definitely decent. You know, like we're not gonna just get smoked. I read something like we might have like a thirty point differential. I I don't th we probably might get blown out like by bench minutes at the end. But I don't think like I, I'm sure Celtics will take at least two games. That's where I see I see the home games being Celtics, 
the first the first two home games we might have it but I, you know we probably lose the series if i were to ask um if these people that are saying that this is a weak finals who would they see in this finals would it be like nets versus Nets versus warriors like who they're looking for because i don't think I, I think the east is so even it can be it can go anywhere i had warriors and uh bucks versus nets eastern conference finals because i thought the the bucks or um I'm sorry, that's making moves and getting Ben Simmons. They might be able to do something, and then he just never fucking played. And then Kyrie's all bullshitting with the vaccination shit, which he now got, apparently. Um, so it's a fucking a waste of my time. Um, but I, I thought it would be Bucks warriors um, at the beginning of the season. I, I didn't expect the Celtics to uh, be as strong as they are. I Listen... I was on this exact pod talking all the shit. Trust me, I'm I'm with you. I uh, you know, the, the Nets did definitely, you know, set false expectations. It, it's literally just been like a circus show over there. That the entire time that KD has joined it, it, it hasn't been good. You know, they've arguably been better without all those stars joining the team. They literally traded everybody away, and then half the team, half the stars, didn't play. Yeah. I, I I was saying like you know the playoffs are so fucked up man anything can happen absolutely anything that's not fucked up like, Kyrie's crazy <laughs> Kyrie's he's crazy just, yeah and Ben crazy. Simmons they got two crazy guys in one in one team Kyrie's back, crazy Ben Simmons swears he's depressed then his back was injured I, like, what's going on yo that is a team full of um, that's just that's just Brooklyn for you isn't it yeah Brooklyn has been a shit show for a very yeah, long time they, they, they are cursed from when they you know what's crazy too? They they were paying Derek Williams <laughs> still until like no Darren Williams. Right? They were paying Darren Williams yeah. and they literally stopped paying him. I think it was last season or the season before that. And he did not play on that team for like six years before. Well, they um they bought him out. I don't know what happened. All I knew is that the guy was in was in Europe playing and he was still on the payroll of, of the yeah, Nets. From then on, I knew this team was a joke. That's crazy. Yeah, I didn't know that. The Nets have been carried by history and they've been carried by the location. And that's it. That team has been shocking for a very long time. They, I think they built a stadium on an Indian burial ground or something. Some, something's funky about that place. I don't think anything great has come from, come from Brooklyn. Didn't, uh, didn't Julius Irvin play for them once? Didn't he? Like, congratulations. How many years ago was that? <laughs> I don't want to hear a word. Oh. <laughs> I'm saying this. <laughs> Let me know. You know what? I, I, I told Phoenix this. I'm telling you guys in the pod now. I'm not going to speak about the Clippers once. And there you go. As, you, you as just that team. It. You just did it. Well, no. I, I need everybody to know. I need everybody to know. I need everybody You're to know. You're just trying to trick that, us. Not gonna You're trying to there. trick us to talking about it. <laughs> How about we just move on now, now that I've said that, okay? I, I got some, some Vegas odds. All right. So you can go over, under. Uh, okay. Celtics. Uh, lose to the Warriors by three and a half in game one. Ooh. I go over. Okay, I want to know though, what does three and a half mean? That the Warriors have to score four points or win the game to by win. four points uh, to win that bet. Mm. It's basically ve- Vegas hedging themselves and putting half points in there. So uh, wow. do you think the Warriors win by four or more? Yes, without that. I'm going to say yeah. 100% right. There's no, even yeah. so, like, if the game is tight, mm, even if the game is tight too, towards the end of the game, the, the free throws and everything, they'll push it over four. Okay, so over under 213 total points. 
So uh, okay. that would be what two o or um, I'm sorry, one o seven between uh, the two teams each. I I don't think so. Yeah, it could be a defensive battle. It's hard for me to mm. to call the over on that for two hundred. You know, I'm gonna call it now. I'm gonna call it and say the score will finish nineteen. 19- 98 to 104. Game one? Game one. No, 108. 98 to 108. So there'll be a 10 point Bet gap. Bet your mod on it. <laughs> They're crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he just wants me to go, man. He wants me out of here, bro. No, but... Um, That's what I think. That's what uh, I think. I think it's going to be over that. I, I think... Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I mean explosive first game. They're just coming up firing. I think... Even though it's the first finals appearance, you know, we still have gone against the Warriors before. And I think they're they're one and one against each other this season. They've both played uh, at each other's places. Nice. So, I mean, I'll take that. I, I know personally, I know Tatum. Oh, I don't know Tatum personally. Let me rephrase this. <laughs> Tatum seems like the type of guy that like, you know, like he, he understands his ceiling and he understands like this moment you know i feel like the finals comes and a lot of guys they play harder but we see people elevate like when, when it's within reach like we see in those conference finals games oh you know all the depot was going insane i don't know if you've seen that they had like a compilation of um a depot defense i'll send that later but um i think tatum's gonna elevate in terms of his consistency at least for game one i think he's definitely gonna put on like one of his probably his best games i think he's gonna try to come out strong because they know exactly what's going on. They know we're going against a multi-champion team in their own home court. Out of everyone on the roster, I expect at least Tatum to try to carry that team. And I think with with his his play style, he'll definitely get those points up for us easily. I don't think so at all. I'm in the complete uh, opposite. I got an interesting stat for you, actually. Um, of all the playoff games this year, yeah, at the end of or the during the fir- fourth quarter. Jason Tatum has the highest field goal percentage of anyone. And I think it's like 74% or something like that. Yeah, Um, that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like, he knows the moment. um, The Warriors are, I I say this all the time that I'm not watching the first half. I'm like, whatever. They're they're just going to go fuck around. And then the third and the fourth, they turn it on and become a different team or just actually try I, I don't know if i want to say that but you get what i mean yeah but jason tatum currently is that guy who turns it on in the fourth 74 percent shooting in the fourth is wild like yeah, that's, that's that's crazy efficiency so um that was one of the weirdo random stats that i saw before going into this series and i think it is something to watch that if tatum is getting the ball in the fourth quarter he might be that guy. Um, and, you know, the, he still has Curry and Clay and Wiggins and um, possibly even defended by GP2 if he's back. Uh, and Draymond. And Draymond, yeah, yeah. yeah. So um, it, it'll be interesting to see how Tatum does in, um, uh, in NBA finals and during the fourth quarter of those finals. Okay, so if I were to ask you, um, Jay Brown, okay, how uh, how did Luka, Luka Doncic average 32 throughout the series? 
So, do you not think Luka Doncic, um, because he's averaged such high numbers, that Tatum can also somewhat be be free to do what he wants to? I thought Luka was interesting because um, they obviously won a game against the Warriors, so they didn't, you know, just get walked over. But I think I said before the series started that they would need forty-five from Luka every every single night. And I think the game that they won, he either scored 40 or 42. So I wasn't completely all the way correct. But that, that's what I see when there's one star player who has to go against the Warriors. They're going to have to put up 45-50, um, get their team to 120 points, possibly 110, you could say, and um, make a big fucking leap. And uh, the war, it's cheesy, but strength in numbers. Um, you know, they, they have a lot of do. Uh, uh, every starter would usually have 10 or 15 points. So, yeah, and then they'd have pool off the bench. They'd have, they have a lot of weapons. So I think when the Warriors had to go against a team like Dallas, who kind of, I, I mean, Dinwiddie was nice at times, but he's not Luka. Um, <laughs> and then they went against Memphis. Jaw was kind of their star. And then it almost got better for Memphis when Jaw wasn't there because they had to spread it out and get everyone the ball. Um, so maybe that's a recipe for the Celtics that if they spread the ball out more and don't focus on a singular player, maybe they'll be more successful. I I don't know. I'm waiting for game one like everyone else. Yeah, I, th- I think game one will definitely show us a lot of exactly those type of details that we're looking for to try to figure out the rest of the series. And and for the Mavericks, that's the issue with that's the issue every playoffs with the Mavericks. Uh, you know, when it when it comes down to it and it's playoff time. You know, the bench doesn't get many minutes. You know, you run in tight rotations. And the starting lineup for the Mavericks, there's no other answer. Uh, there's just no one else on the team that's good enough to actually respond if Luka passes it. You know, like, it, he has to carry it. It's basically like the Portland Trailblazers with Damian Lillard, uh, except there's not even a CJ McCollum. At least CJ had him and Nurkic, where uh, the Mavericks, they they suck on every other outside of you know, every player outside of Luka when it comes to playoff time, you know, they're great. It, it's good enough in regular season. But when Luka gets doubled and then they're covering, you know, Dinwiddie or they're covering, um, I forget the, the other guy's name right now. I can't remember him. Brunson. Yeah, Brunson. Then, you know, there's not an option and they just lose. And it's happened several times in a row. But I'm, we'll yeah. see what happens. I want to. I, I want to ask you though. So, in your eyes, if you plop Luca into that Celtics team and remove Tatum, how how much is the chances for Celtics to win? Like, how how do the chances change? Mm. I mean, it's 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 hard. I, th- I to think say. they're the same. Yeah, the, 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 two players who've never been to a finals. Two kind of. I mean. I guess Tatum has more athleticism, you could say, but Luca is goofy with the Euro step and hesitation step and all that shit. Uh, I I don't know the percentages off the top of my head, but I would guess Luca is a better three point shooter. Uh, okay, really? Um, in a way, I think so. But oh man, I think I would take Tatum with athleticism. 
I already cut you off, Phoenix. I'll let you continue. No, no, you're you're absolutely fine. I, I think I'm with you. Just because I don't know. If, I, I've only seen like Luca inside the Maverick system, so I just don't know how he would even work. It it really sounds weird because he's. I mean, like he's still great with passing, but his passing is almost like OKC Thunder Westbrook like, where he has so much offensive pressure that like the buckets are easy for the most part when he passes to someone. It's not like he's, you know, he's still fancy and he can still do all these little moves, of course, but uh, I just don't see it working. You know, it worked. what we have right here is exactly what took us to the finals. I think that's for a reason, and that's with Tatum. I, uh, okay, that's a good take. So you're both taking Tatum. Yeah. Okay. What would you take? Well, I uh, personally... If I was going longevity, I'd go Luka. If I was going to win now... I think I'd go Tatum. He's had some crazy games past couple years with 50, 60 points. Did he maybe yeah. even have 70 one game? He had some I, crazy game. I thought it was 60. It might have been 70. I know exactly may, maybe it was about. 61 or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't remember the exact number. And Luca has had some impressive moments too. But if I wanted to win now, I think I would take Tatum over Luca. Longevity-wise, I would take Luca. I am taking and only ever taking Luca in this situation, full stop. Only based on I've seen what the damage the guy can do all by himself. There is not one other player on the court that's involved when he when he drops all these numbers. And he himself, he can not only carry the team, he can also facilitate the team. He's a leader. And he, he looks like a person that that can just lead the team all by himself. Even if the team is just all, all, all people that are just, you know, Bench warmers and everything. He's he, he can still do it by himself. I man. disagree greatly. And really, I, I don't disagree with you, but there haven't been many champions who are star, uh, singular star driven. Uh, except maybe you could say Giannis uh, on the Bucks. Yeah, there haven't been many teams where it was one guy carrying the whole ship lately. So I don't know if in today's NBA he's as uh, impactful as. Possibly in the past, maybe in the future, if everyone splits up and goes everywhere. I, I just don't see one guy carrying the league right now other than Giannis. And he is out because of the Celtics. So, <laughs> Now, nah, he's out because he didn't have his, he didn't have his second uh, uh, Middleton. Yeah. We literally went into yeah. the playoffs back to back with no people didn't say shit. <laughs> People didn't stop that up. Not even that, though. <laughs> no, but he, he got to respect what's his name, man. He got to respect Chris. Chris is the Chris, we've said it a million times. Chris is the one that um that that hits these clutch shots when it's needed. He's the one that closes out these games when it's needed. You know what I mean? So he's really important for this Bucks team. Without Chris and without Drew, Jonas can never do it himself, yeah, without, man. And he knows without Drew, without Drew for sure. I don't know that other name you're talking about. Anyway, the, I mean, it's not a bad thing. He's in the shadow. You, you, you want someone that can be the the Robin and not complain about it like Kyrie did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was. Some people are Robins, man. Let me touch back on your your Luca thing. I, I mean, I, he's still an amazing player. He's definitely all those things, mostly that you said, but. The part I didn't agree was with him being able to carry and 
how we the difference for me you know his ceiling and, and how it looks from his gameplay is he's definitely going to be you know one of the best players obviously but when we're talking about mm-hmm. carrying like the only people we've seen really do that is probably KD and Westbrook on the Thunder which was still two people and maybe like LeBron James with the Heat and the Cavalier teams. Tony LeBron James right. right and the thing is when you're talking about able to able to like create shots for your teammates and actually carry like it, it's almost like what jb said it's almost as if you know the previous years when it was a little bit different in the league you could do that you could still facilitate these shots for your teammates and you could still win the game whereas now it's almost mm-hmm. like the assists are almost empty like it, you get an assist for what it, it's you know he he still luca has a nice stat line in all those games and they still lost the series so it, but, but don't forget though he did send home Devin Booker and the final, and the last year's finalists. And as much as that, you know, they are frauds and whatever, they're still finalists, man. They still had a taste of it, whatever. And they got sent home by Luca, who averaged also 34 against them too. He averaged 32 against the, the, the Warriors, 34 against this team. And this is a game that, this is like a, a series that they won. You know, like if I named you Jalen Brunson, Spencer Dinwiddie, like Dorian Freeman, Spinney Smith, Anybody else, if I named the rest of the, the rest of the Mavs team, you'd be like, okay, what the fuck's going on here? Like, there's no way this team's winning games, right? It's Luca. It's Luca. He's I'm serious. Good. Like, he, that was- he's a good player. I'm, I'm not saying that, but the the amount of leadership that you're talking about, I think it comes with age. I don't think he has it right now. Like, he just doesn't have all of the tools he really needs to really take a team to the next level. And at least he needs someone half as better as him. I mean, if Porzingis was an ounce. Of a basketball player, that team would be different. You know, it would it would have Why been different. He? Uh, he got traded, didn't he? Oh yeah, he's on the. Uh... Where is he? Is he on the, he on the... the Pistons? I thought he was on the Wizards, didn't he? Oh, he is. Yeah, yeah. That guy's long gone, man. I don't even care about him anymore. Careers go to die. No. Yo, Westbrook bounced. <laughs> That's where they cook up the veterans. <laughs> Westbrook bounced out of there quick. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> He really don't want to stay in the Wizards, man. Washington, I, I think the place is just a, a, an issue, man. You, you just don't want to be there. I honestly can't tell you the Wizards roster right now. They're both. They're not bad, though. Uh, stop it. I don't know why you like bad okay. teams. <laughs> they're not bad. <laughs> they were they were okay. For, it did really well when like they kind of made because like, their team. There's a lot of pe- lot of, like players when came in and out. You know, they, they, I know that they have uh, most of them. They have. Yeah. KCP and I have what's his name? Uh, Montres Harrell. They have Burtons too, don't they? I don't care about him. <laughs> All right. What you going to name? Ruby, bro, they have what you going to name KCP? KCP, you got to respect him, bro. He's, he's a stellar player. I mean, he's a champion now. Champion player, isn't he? He's got a ring from the Lakers. I don't want to hear that. <laughs> uh, oh, but listen, no, no, really and truly, bring it to the Lakers for a second, okay? KCP was a big piece for them, man. I mean, there were certain moments. Yeah, he, he was definitely big for them. I mean, didn't he miss that? Wasn't it like a big shot in the bubbles where he missed? Oh, no, that was Danny Green. That was Danny Green. Oh, Never mind. God. I'm getting the three-point shooters confused. I've got a question, actually, for you yeah. two. Um, I want to, so, you know that final shot J, uh, Jimmy Butler took? Oh, yeah. What a... The one that could have won and could have tied. No, he went for the win, didn't he? Yeah, because they're down by two. What do you think about that shot? I thought it was a good shot. I don't know why people even said it was a bad shot. He was wide open. His form wasn't the best, so he missed it. But like, I mean, it's Jimmy Butler and he's wide open. 
I would have took the shot. You know, I, I don't know why you wouldn't. Who else was open? Nobody. Uh, the time was coming down. Yeah, the, that would so. be my complaint. There were 17 seconds on the clock when he took a uh, game-winning shot. They were down two. Um, he went for mm. a three. And so he could have dribbled it out and went for, you know, a, a move to the paint. It, he, We all know he has that in his game. Yeah, that's a good point. So I, th- I think people... Uh, a lot of the complaints I've seen are people like, oh, he's playing hero ball. He wanted to be that guy. Take the three with too much time. But it, it, then they're up one, and the the fucking uh, Celtics have the ball with 10 seconds. No timeouts. No timeouts. Yeah. Mm. Oh, huh. that that is a little bit of a factor. But 15 seconds or whatever they would have, uh, that, mm. that's enough time to get it up the court and try to make do something. And you're only down one, so you just go get fouled and win the game. Yeah. So yeah, I, 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 I think it's kind of recreational outrage from social media shit, where they're yeah. like, you know, uh, how dare him, dumb shot, da 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 da. I, I think he could have made a better shot, but he was kind of open. Yeah. I, I, you know, he stepped up to the line. They weren't that close on him. And he pulled up and said, fuck it. So it is his bad, I guess you could say, but they they lost a game, what, in the end by three? I, I don't know what the final score was off the top of my head. Yeah, I forgot. After that show, I was just go next one. You really lost the game. <laughs> but even, even so, like, I think that is the best shot he could have taken. By, the, by that, I mean, like, I'd only... When you're that type of player and you're, when you're that guy and the team expects you to be the guy that to take him home, whatever, I'd, I'd, I'd always have faith in that person. Whatever they do, I'd never ever complain and be like, okay, that's a bad shot. No, that's not what you do. If you have the trust and you have the faith in this one player, then you need to stick by that full stop. And for him to feel like, okay, at this moment in time, I want to shoot this shot, by all means, man. Like, shoot that shot. It's, it's however you want to feel, man, because there's nobody else on that team that I would trust to close that game out. Yeah, the hindsight on the whole situation is 2020, and everyone sees it so clearly. Oh, how dare him miss yeah. that? But I, I think it wasn't the worst shot. I think he was kind of open. He went for a kill shot, which is weird with 17 seconds left. He could have taken his time and then said, fuck it, and you know, tried to end the game. Me, personally, I would have liked to see him try to drive for it and just, let's go to overtime. What's... The yeah. only other person I would have given it to, strangely, was Max Struss. Thank you so much. If you said Kyle Lowry, I was, I was on the head. <laughs> no, no, no. No, Max, uh, he made a three right before that play. And um, then Marcus Smart missed the layup. And that's how they got the ball back. And I just felt like he was hot. Cause he, I think he made like a play right before that as well. He made like another three, but I think they changed it to a two. After. No, uh, Bounds, I think it was. Oh, was that a bounce? They caught, they caught, they caught a shot out of bounds when it wasn't actually out of bounds. Got it, got it. It was a made three two man, so it was just, it just unlucky. Yeah, so he was he was hot. So I, I that's what the only thing in the moment I was like, oh, that's strange that he took it because I thought Struess was kind of hot, but I think Struess was covered, but I think he just made a covered shot. Like he was on some Curry stuff at the end there. But listen, the way I see it is, if you okay, so Struess, this is his first playoffs, right? Now, if you tell Struess, I need you to make this shot for me to take, to win us the game, 
and then he misses, you'd be like, okay, nah, it's just, you know, he's a young guy, he's his first playoffs. That's why, in that regards, I've always let JB take it, only because he is the guy that has done it before and he will happily do it again. I mean, he's never been in the finals. He don't know what it takes. But... <laughs> I'm playing, I'm playing, I'm playing. No, I, I see what you're saying. I agree. I agree. Yeah, so on, on that note, it's always, that's always a good show in my eyes, man. But then when, then you look at players like, when you go to the other side of the flipping pond, you got, what's his name? You got Curry and you got Clay. So if you were to sit back and be like, okay, who do I want to close out the game? I can trust both of them, man. Mm. I can trust both of them just as much. Jay Brown. Because they're both from those players. J- Jay Brown, how would you feel if Draymond... You know, in 2016, how would you feel if Draymond left and joined the Cavs after you lost to them, and then you beat the Cavs, and then he comes back the next year? <laughs> this is a weird hypothetical, <laughs> so give me a second. Uh, so, basically, Al Horford Draymond with Draymond. Draymond in 2015, he right. loses in 2016, yep. and because of that, he then joins the 2017 Cavs. Yes. Okay. Um... Draymond is the type of player where you love him if he's on your team, you hate him if he's not. And so that kind of, <laughs> that'd be the ultimate uh, heel turn, to, to use a WWE wrestling term. Like, it's when <laughs> someone goes evil. Like, that's kind of what it would be for him to join the Cavs. Um, and... The 2017 Cavs, they still had LeBron. Did they still have Kyrie? Did they have both? Mm. Or did Kyrie go to the Celtics that year? I'm misremembering. Uh, no, I think, I think yeah, they had Kyrie. Kyrie joined us in 2018, I think. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, that, he's, that, he stayed there for that year. It would be interesting. I don't, I don't know. I, I just bought a Draymond jersey this year because I've never been the biggest uh, Draymond fan. But I respect what he's done for the Warriors. So it's hard to say how I would feel. But I think it would be that, like, oh, you've just gone full evil. And I think he would embrace it, too. And be like, yeah, fuck them Warriors, you know? Like, <laughs> I, I don't think he would be like, oh, yeah, like, uh, KD kind of, like, uh, uh, I, I don't know if this is a proper term, but soft shoot it. Kind of just, like, tiptoe danced around the subject of him joining the best team in the league at the time. So, he still does tiptoe around it. Yeah, so maybe um, maybe Draymond would do that same thing and be like, I respect him and I want to be here. I don't know. Um, I mean, someone's into But then he, he comes I back just... the next year? Yeah. So he's on a one-year <laughs> deal with the Cavs? <laughs> Who knows what the circumstances are, but he if he was to come back, would you still have that same respect for him? What What is the analogy? Or what player are you thinking about who did this? Al Horford. Oh, he left the Celtics for one year and came back? He Yeah, he joined the Sixers and we swept him and he came crawling back. <laughs> <laughs> they gave him... We are so toxic, man. Yeah. Um, but he's looked nice for you guys this year, right? Um, or at least in the playoffs. He's... Um, He's, He's a great up player all great. out of nowhere, so I I wouldn't be mad at it if it was a player who was contributing to the team. If he was a fucking Demarcus Cousins and just rode the bench <laughs> injured all the time, um, 
or fucking Ben Sim- uh, Ben Simmons is the player I'd be most pissed at if that <laughs> dude was on my team because you fucking got traded for this max deal or near max wh- whatever it is and then you're just like ah no nah, my back though um uh I'd be fucking livid and that's why I was surprised the Nets didn't make it farther because I I thought he would come back and do it. And he was like, nah. So <laughs> that's uh, crazy. Uh, the Nets situation is the weirdest one in the league for me. Um, I, I didn't, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a West Coast guy. I watched the Warriors. So I, I wasn't aware of the Al Horford situation. You reminded me of it now. Um, mm. And that would be awkward. I'm trying to think if there's a Warriors player who did that. Uh, well, I guess Iggy kind of did it. He went to Memphis and then was like, nah. And then... <laughs> uh, <came laughs> I remember that. I know, but he went to the Heat, too. So he, he, was a, he went he to did. two teams before he came back. Um, I didn't even know he came back. You know, I just saw him in the Warriors uniform and I'm like, wait, what's going on here? Yeah, I, th- I don't think he's playing this whole playoffs. Uh, him and Wiseman right. are both out the whole time. GP2 is ru- rumored to be back. Uh, mm. Possibly for even game one. Mm. So that that how good is GP though? He um he's the motherfucker like um, Wiggins who will just go dunk mm. on somebody. Like we'll just be like, okay, no I'm gonna throw my body up. Let's see what the fuck happens, and just go. <laughs> like, up for me. <laughs> you know, everyone else is shooting around him, and then you know they kind of get disheveled if they're m- missing a lot of shots. And then you need that guy to just go in there and fucking yam on somebody and yeah. bring the team back to life. E- even if it's a two, uh, it still will do that. And, um, I mean, a lot of teams do that with alley-oops, too. Like, uh, Sixers would do that, throwing it to Embiid. Yeah. Yeah. And we, I think the Celtics do it a little bit, too. They're, yeah. they're not scared to throw up an alley-oop. Yeah, we oop with Robert. Rob Williams. I don't know why I call him Robert. What a, mm, <laughs> I was going to ask, don't you think um, you guys are going to have a huge issue to dealing with the size of the, of the Celtics? What? Yeah. And, the Celtics unless are, we just okay, yeah, but, yeah, but the Warriors are really small. Shoot threes and make them. Because uh, there's the possibility to catch fire. There hasn't really been a game where a Warrior caught fire yet. So okay. I'm interested to see if it happens during the finals. You know, a, there's a lot of shit talk about Curry in the finals, uh, the Warriors in the finals, um, mm. I, even though they've been to six of the last eight. So talk, talk, talk. It, I, they, <laughs> if they're gonna catch fire, it hasn't happened yet, and it might be this finals. So Curry, <laughs> he's in your case, bro. I, Curry maybe had one 40-point playoff game, but I don't think anyone has hidden over 40 um, during the, the Warriors' playoff. Yeah, and, and the strength in numbers, da, 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 fuck me, sorry. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> it, it is more of a spread-out scene and more um, everybody gets some. So mm, I agree. But the Celtics are very much that, but with a longer, taller, lengthier team. So, mm-hmm. um, 
Marcus Smart, obviously defensive player of the year this year. He goes um, well, not against, but Draymond is obviously a great defensive, a, a former defensive player of the year. Um, he can't go to him. What? Draymond can't go to him. I heard bro. you. <laughs> I'll say but it again. It could be Wiggins' arm. It could be a lot of switches. Yeah. It could be GP two coming in there just to be a bully. Um, and, and mm-hmm. get lots of hand check fouls, whatever, and just piss him off. Um, I see. Uh, I think the defensive matchup would look like um, would look like either Clay or, or 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 GP or even Paul stepping up initially, and mm-hmm. then as soon as Tatum dives, whatever, that's when they start switching onto him and, and pulling him out. That's what Jeremy, bro. You need to understand they ha- they don't have size, man. Clay Looney is the only one that has, has size. It, it could be a box in one situation. Like what the mm-hmm. Raptors do too. or did uh, versus the Warriors, where they just always had a man on Curry, always, and then it's a big box in the middle. Um, yeah. they the Warriors have thrown that on teams at times. I think just to fuck with them, <laughs> like you know, for a quarter they'll just do it, and then you know see what happens. Um, so I think it'll be thrown on Tatum at some point. But I think he has to show up and show out before that goes into place. Yeah. You know what? I'll tell you now, though. Looking much deeper into the matchups and how the game should turn out, I'm just thinking from like a, from like a bot perspective. Like, if you were to throw these punches, these things into like a computer and ask this computer, like, who do you think will win this game? It will always come out as saying this, uh, the Celtics will win. Because matchups wise, the Celtics uh, do have a much better fit for this game but it's not yeah. on a neutral court it's the warriors have four yeah, home yeah, games yeah, yeah. that's what that's what you guys really talk go ahead phoenix who on the celtics roster can return a three-pointer you know if if curry clay makes a big three let's say we're down three or let's say now we're down six who can return that shot like there's no one on the team that's like an actual consistent three-point shooter we more than often just miss it when we try to return it no, you're fine. I was just going to say, I think that's how we lose. You know, maybe, yeah, we are a little bit better with defensive rebounds this season and offensive rebounds, but the three-point shooting is are definitely our weakest point next to playmaking. Uh, I think I think Tatum will be the guy to, to try that just on some Kobe shit. Like, for Kobe, <laughs> yeah. just, I'm chucking it. Like, <laughs> let's see what happens. I don't know. If, I'm about to throw it. Yeah, just... You know, you know what's crazy though. Let me tell you this number real quick before you cut, cut you off. Um, Jalen Brown actually only shoots one point three shots less than Curry and has three percent less in percent in three point percentage. So Jalen Brown can shoot. Hmm. His threes are good. His threes are, are I'd say, not on par, but like kind of close to Curry's. And and that's just based off of that uh, the last uh, last series they've, they've had. He he is nowhere near the same volume though, right? Of course, and then the volume the, the volume is t- two shots apart. Huh? That's ridiculous. That's interesting. You see what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So it's 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 uh, I I had no idea about it too until now, but like still, it's uh it's it's really interesting to see. I think uh, when it comes to Curry and Clay, you got people like Smart, Tatum, Jalen Brown that are all happy to step up. And God and God Curry and, and also force the switches, force everything. But that's when it would be like you'd have wide open. Wait, the Warriors are so cool. deep, man. Yeah, the Warriors are so deep, man. Who are? Why the hell is Jordan Poole so good? 
And that's another problem with, with Brown and Tatum. I mean, those are nice numbers, but Tatum can't dribble. Brown can't dribble. Either time any one of them gets double teamed, it's a problem. It's a lot of the time Marcus Smart driving up the court, right? Yeah, they, he has uh, to. Yeah. Because uh, from the Snelton's yeah. games, I remember it was usually him uh, taking the out of bounds ball um, and then trying to get the handoff and yep. being kind of like a Draymond where. I'm just going to drive and look all crazy and then just pass it to a wing and, <laughs> and fucking get an easy layup or a three or whatever. Yeah, definitely. I mean, either way, um, it's, it's definitely going to be a great series and, and it's better than last year's finals. I will be at game two, the first ever finals game I've been to. So I'm oh, stoked. Shoot, that's right. That's, that's so going to be crazy. Be yeah. I'm going to get some free t-shirts, fucking thunder sticks, all that bullshit. Probably some weird that's watch so that has LED lights that dance <laughs> along to the music. <laughs> so yeah, it should be fun. And uh, we're uh, taping this on Wednesday. So game one is tomorrow. Uh, I'll be getting, going to game two on Sunday. Um, and it'll be every three days, I think, throughout this whole playoffs, I believe. Give yeah. the players rest and travel time, all that. Because it is far um, from Boston to SF. Yeah. You know, I've never in my life been to a, an NBA game. I've been to more than I can count. It's a good time. I've never been to an NBA game. You live in England. Yeah, but listen to this. Okay? <laughs> right. Listen to this. Listen to this. So I've um, I've I've been to Team USA versus um versus the BBL team. So BBL is like the league we have here, and it was under I don't know what what, what uh, age group it was, but it was um I know that Lamella Ball was there. Who? So Lamella Ball. Oh, was there. I thought you said Manute Ball. No, Lamella Bull was there and a bunch of other kids. I'm probably in the NBA right now, but I, I just didn't care at the time. I only knew Lamella Bull. And I also went to, I've also been to like a, a Nike event. I said Nike, why did I say Nike? I mean Nike. I've been to a Nike <laughs> event that um, That's Kobe Bryant was there to Do you know this Phoenix that Europe says Nike? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, what is um, And I, I used to live in Europe for a little while and it was with mostly Irish people. And uh, mm. I, I was making fun of them because they were saying Nike and not Nike. And they're like, well, why don't you go ride your bikey? And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh my God. God. Like you, you totally figured it out and got me. Uh, that's, that's pretty good. Yeah. That's a quick thinker. <laughs> mm, it's like, Adi- well, like, you gotta say Adidas or some shit. I'm like, bro. That's how it's on. spelled. What you, you yeah, but the guy's name is Adidas. The guy's name is Adidas. The person who made the company, his name is like Adidas. There's no accent on any of the letters. Adidas, (laughs) Adidas. Where does the E come from? There's no E in that. That's how you say that part. I did not explain it to you. That's just how you say that part. When you look at it, that's what reads in your head, and that's why you say it like that. That's all, but yeah, JB. So, like. Uh, seats wise are you like in a good spot because i know you, you said you're near um you're, you're like um, always in the same seat yeah yeah uh basically i have a family friend who uh has season tickets split like four ways so it's not like some crazy money concern but it, it's obviously real money and they are scared of covid because they live with an elderly woman like a grandma uh, 
Um, so they don't want to risk it at all. So they just send them to me and I just, I just got to pay for Uber, which is like expensive as shit. Uh, the food and drinks there expensive as shit, but the ticket I I get for free. Hmm. So, um, I'll be like 20 rows up or so, um, behind the warriors bench, uh, kind of, kind of in the corner. But, um, yeah, you've seen me post pics before. It's always that same area. Um, yeah, I noticed, I noticed. Uh, the, the season tickets sometimes flip, like, year to year. And, you you know, you dip out of yours and you pick up some new ones. So, I've sat all over Chase Center. I've, I've, I've sat in the nosebleeds two rows from the top. Um, and it's oh. still a good seat. Because you're yeah, that's what I was saying. It's not as wide as Oracle, but it's it's very tall. So uh, there's not really a bad seat in the house there unless you get trapped behind, you know, a fucking DJ or some bullshit. You know what annoys me about the NBA, okay? And, and a lot of American sports too. The entertainment side of it is so, like... It's it's not cringy, but it's very like it's just draining. Well, because you just look up and you see somebody just constantly dancing for the past hour, bro, just, just jump, jumping about, dancing with your <laughs> arms in the air just to entertain. I'm like, bro, stop, man. I mean, does rugby or uh, football, soccer, etc. Yeah. Uh, did they even do halftime shows? Not most of the time. They don't. Right? They don't have any halftime show. They don't have any cheerleaders. They don't have any mascots. They do have mascots, but they come out like they barely ever come out, and no one even sees them because of like because of how big the stadium is anyway. Yeah, but like I can tell you though, so like I I know that um I, I don't know about the environment in, in the NBA game because I've never been to one, but like I've been to a bunch of soccer games, and like even even if you think soccer's boring, if you go to a game and you you like you pick a team, so whichever side whichever side you want, usually it's split to seventy thirty, so like seventy percent of the stadium is for um the home team and a 30 is like the, the away team or it's like 80 20 one or two but um if you're on the home team like you have a great time because you know it's just a vibe whatever it is even if you don't support the team it's still going to be a vibe and that's why i think a lot of americans don't really like soccer because they don't have a team to support. yeah that that was one of the things i was going to say is um when i did live in europe um i never went to a soccer game and i felt that was a regret um just for the you know even if i don't fuck with any of the teams i'll just get to experience mm-hmm. the fucking chance and wild shit and fucking <laughs> hooligans um so yeah that is a regret of mine. i mean i went to um france played i don't I, i'm bad with years but it was the uefa uh cup Am I saying that correct? UEFA Cup? UEFA Cup, but which cup? Is it the World Cup or is it the Euros? It, it Euros, was the Euros. The it was the Euros, yeah. Ah, okay. And um, next to the Eiffel Tower, they had a setup that was just big screens and everyone drinking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was... It's great, man. Yeah, and I think it was the game where like France like beat Brazil by eight or some bullshit. Holy like, shit. Just some smashing. And everyone was just throwing full beers up in the air. Just like, you know, yeah, I, I don't, don't care, care who they land yeah, on. I don't mm-hmm. care that I just paid $15 for this fucking beer. Like, we're fucking, you know, we're going to the championship. And Bro, whenever, like, Fran- France lost that year, from what I remember. So, 
if someone wants to look up the timeline, it's something like that. Well, I know we're sidetracking, but like, let me just say this. Whenever there's, um, England's the same, by the way. England's like very, very hard, heavy on like, um, get the beers out, guys, and we're going to watch the football game. You know what I mean? And there's been multiple times where like England have scored. So I think the, the Euros were on in 2020. So yeah. And whenever England scored, well, I can tell you every single person's drink is in the sky. Without a doubt. Like you, the drink is in the air. And then from then on, it's good luck whoever the glass lands on. Yeah. I mean, it's all plastic cups. Nobody's getting hurt, but you're just, you're just getting time, a fucking yeah. beer bath or <laughs> a shower. <laughs> it's pretty um, cool. Man. Phoenix, you need to go to a soccer game, bro. No. <laughs> What did you? Okay. I'm uh, going to the American ones. The American ones are really predictions and wrap this thing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, who who wants to go first? Oh, I'll go first. I, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm going, going last. All right. Okay. <laughs> I'm thinking six game series, seven if Robert Williams stays healthy and and. Marcus Smart does not get the ball in clutch times. <laughs> That's my prediction. I, for point differential, I'll say I don't think there'll be a larger gap than 20 points. And I'm not counting like when the team knows it's over and they sub in like Luke Cornett and stuff. Like I'm not counting like the bench minutes, the last couple points. But, you know, for the majority of the game. Hmm. What about you, Faye? Okay, so there are a little um, a couple of things I need to focus on. So I was initially, when I first like started today, started the podcast or whatever, I was all in all saying Warriors in six without a doubt. Now, looking much closer into these games, I think it'll be a lot closer than people think. Mm. As I said, I think the fit is really in the favor of the Celtics. Over the multi-champion Warriors? If you take away experience, okay, don't take away experience, but like, I mean, I mean, like in in regards to the kind of players the Warriors have and the kind of players the Celtics have, I don't think anybody on the, on the Warriors team can really contain Tatum. So you you think Marcus Smart is going to hold an NBA trophy in his life here? I think Marcus Smart is going to be an, a, a defensive asset that is that that cannot contain not contain the um. The, the flurry of curry but like can somewhat attempt to stop it with the help of yeah. I, I think as a coach's battle in my opinion i think as a coach's battle i'm telling you right now as an avid celtics watcher marcus smart is not marcus smart specifically loses games do you remember the game seven did you wait did you watch the fourth quarter of game seven of the heat no i, I did yeah, 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 I did, yeah listen did you see those marcus smart threes where he he missed Three of our last four shots. Yeah, but you're talking offensively. I'm talking defensively. And he yet he got the ball on offense when we were down. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's why I think it's a coach's That's battle. That's not a coach's battle. There's no one else to pass it to. <laughs> Tatum gets uh, clamped, and then Jalen Brown can't dribble. So when he's in the corner, if he does not open enough to make the shot, it's a problem. Then Marcus Smart is stuck with the ball at the top of the key. And he goes for a three that he never has hit in his life. Lastly, lastly, actually, I I, I also um, put emphasis on the importance of um, Gary Payton. If Gary Payton is back for game one, then it'll be a, like defensively, he he'll be an extremely like big piece. Because as you said, the only ball handle you have is Marcus Smart. 
And when Gary Payton's a little rat that's in your grill 24-7, like, just pressuring you, it'll get really, you know, I don't think Marcus Mark can really handle that kind of pressure. Mm. So, yeah, I have, I still have Warriors in six, but it can go to seven very oh, wait, easily. I thought you just said Marcus Smart's going to hold the trophy. Uh, well, that's what you said. I, I didn't say anything. <laughs> all, right, all right, all right. <laughs> what do you think, Jay Brown? All right. So, um, Faisal has Warriors in six. And Phoenix, can you remind me of your pick? I, I've got Celtics in six, six with an asterisk. Okay. I've changed here. <laughs> What's the asterisk? The asterisk is as long as Marcus Smart doesn't get the ball in the last the last few minutes of the game, <laughs> if it's close. <laughs> okay. Um, I will call Warriors in five. And the reason is... I think any team needs to put up 115-120 on the Warriors, which isn't an easy job. And even if you do that, they could have one of those nights where Clay gets hot or Curry gets hot or Poole gets hot. Fucking Wiggins might get hot. We don't know how he's going to adapt to the finals. And it'll be very interesting, but I think it'll be Warriors in five. I think they'll steal one game in Boston. They'll get back to Chase Center for game five. Having home field advantage or home arena advantage, whatever you want to call it, I think is a big plus for the Warriors. And they feel they're underdogs when they're fucking not. Like, they've been monsters for a long time. Draymond feels that, you know, he's heard all the shit talk over the past years. Clay's been injured, just been getting shit talked for the past two years. Curry tried to carry the Warriors the past years, got shit-talked. So, although the Celtics have a very, um, a new, burgeoning, great team, the Warriors are pissed off um, from all the social media shit, all the media motherfuckers counting them out, all of that. And... I mean, I think Stephen A. Smith is the only one who's repping the Warriors right now. <laughs> um, everyone else just shits on them. So I, I have a lot of belief in the Warriors um, with a fuck you attitude because there was times in the past where they were like, yeah, we're the champs. You know, you got to fucking deal with us. But this is like, oh, you disrespected us for so long that... Uh, it's fucking on and i think celtics are very good i think it's a great matchup warriors um are favored by three and a half points as i was saying which isn't much at home it's basically saying that one three might win the game so Mm, mark is smart (laughs) (laughs) i'm telling (laughs) y'all i i think the warriors have a fuck you attitude and it'll be warriors in five if it went to six, if it went to seven, I wouldn't be surprised. But I think Warriors will be the champions this year. And the okay. Celtics will likely learn from this and maybe move some pieces around, which isn't always best because, you know, Kyrie going there fucking stunk. But um, it'll be interesting. But I think this is the Warriors season. I said that in January. There's a fucking command on NBA chat discord about it, about uh, 
me calling the Warriors season. So, um, mm. uh, I, I don't know. I, or I do know. It, it'll be the Warriors in five. <laughs> <laughs> that I I can definitely see it. You know, it, it's not easy to beat us at home. Like same same way, it's not easy to beat you at home. I think it's definitely gonna be a, a good goddamn home game to watch. It's gonna be crazy for you to be there. I, I think the finals atmosphere. You know, because that's when you have. You're not you're not just in there with some bandwagons. You're in there with, with the rich bandwagons, so they're really going to know they paid for <laughs> it's it. Gonna, it's going to be the Warriors for fucking three hours straight. <laughs> the Boston fans are terrible. We got a bunch of hecklers in our fans, but it it really does put pressure on the players. Um. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I haven't I mean, seen uh, the Warriors lose at Chase yet, so it's hard for me to say that Boston might steal one, and then we steal one back, and it goes 2-2, and then we're home, and then it goes 2-2, maybe 3-2, and then it's back to Boston. Maybe 3-2, and then it's back to Boston. I don't know. Um, it, it, I don't know. I think the Warriors are um, filled with angst. <laughs> I think the Warriors <laughs> to be are honest. filled with angst. And maybe Boston feels disrespected <laughs> be because no one saw Boston them coming here. Even you were saying that at the start of this podcast. That you you just didn't see it coming. I didn't see it coming. I thought Bucks are coming. I didn't see it coming. I thought Bucks are So um so. It's gonna be interesting. Maybe they're both filled with fucking playoff fuck you energy and gonna just go off on each other. Hopefully, there's no injuries because there's gonna be playoff fouls where you're just like, nah, that dude's not putting that up, and dude just get tackled. So I hope that's the case, but who fucking knows, really? You know, when yeah. none of us can predict us. That's true. Well, yeah. looking forward to it either way. And, you know, may the, may the one without Marcus Smart win. You are such a hater, man. I hope Marcus Smart is the one that wins you the game. I, I hope, hope you won. You don't deserve to be in the finals, in my opinion, but we mean <laughs> we keep it moving. You're sick. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, um, I think that's really it for, for this episode. It's quite short, but we focus on right. the finals. Sure, it's well, been a full hour. Well, I've been your guest, uh, Jay oh. Brown. You've been here with Phoenix and Faisal. They, um, for some reason, want me to do the intro and outro to their podcast. Are you doing it by force, to be honest? Uh, no, no, you had your time. Oh, you'll be speaking <laughs> to my lawyers. Uh, we will see y'all soon. Tomorrow, I believe we're doing a Q&A AMA with all the mod team. So if you have questions, you can hit us up there. Um, if this comes out later, then you missed it. But uh, game one of the NBA Finals, Celtics at Warriors, will be tomorrow. Um, fuck. 5, 6 p.m. East, uh, Western. Uh, anyone got a time for me? That'd be 9, 9 Eastern. 9 Eastern is what we'll say, even though no, neither of us know. <laughs> uh, it's been fun. I hope you enjoyed the podcast. Uh, fucking enjoy the finals. That's all oh, there is yeah. to say. The Warriors. Oh no no no! <laughs> <laughs> Trust me, your part's getting clipped. <laughs> Not a single more bandwagon, yo.
Hey man, good podcast, guys. Good one, good one. <laughs> yeah, good. Definitely a good episode.